Welcome to today's episode of The Growth Zone. I am Christian Bartsch. What is the core benefit of listening to this show? Business leaders in corporate and privately held companies gain insights into trends and strategies that provide them with a competitive advantage in the marketplace. Each episode focuses on an area such as marketing, sales, innovation or funding that is absolutely critical to the growth of companies, whether they are startups or corporate global players, where management needs to juggle the challenges of market entry or knowing how to navigate the uncertainties of disruptive developments. Mindfeeding is where clarity evolves and helps solving organizational challenges. For those who listen to the entire episode, I have a special surprise gift. I am working on some great guests that are industry leaders in management, innovation and marketing. Let's get started on today's episode. Today I'm with Simon Severino, who's based in Vienna, and our topic for today, how B2B SaaS companies double their revenue in 90 days when nobody knows them. So before we get started, Simon, can you please tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure, I'm Simon Severino. Hello, everybody. I run a company called Strategy Sprints. We do strategy. Uh, go-to-market strategy for B2B SaaS and B2B services. And we I'm doing this since 18 years, and we are a, a global team, and we work in sprint cycles. So we learned from Agile and brought it to the strategy world. So we work with the executive team of small companies, and um, we do sprints in cycles of 90 days, and that improves systems and improves sales. I live in Vienna. I'm an Italian who ended up in Vienna, and I'm happy to be here. Yeah, then you must be enjoying the good uh, Vienna melange and all these other nice things that you can do when you have meetings. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm never in 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 Vienna Kaffeehäuser. I am in I am in the morning. I am with in via Zoom in Shanghai. Then I have three four interviews around the world. Then uh, I have meetings. We again via Zoom with Zurich, Berlin, Zug, London, and then comes San Francisco, uh, Oakland, Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Miami, and then I go to dinner with, with my kids. And my wife. <laughs> yeah, it sounds very much like mine. Like this morning after getting my kid to school, I sprinted to get some uh, cappuccino and, and a bread roll with <laughs> some fresh salmon and then to get the start before we start our recording today and then later on I've got as well all my course with countries like Poland, Netherlands, Turkey, UK and that's actually an interesting thing about our kind of work that we're doing and when you look at how you can actually improve businesses especially when they are products that actually help other companies not only uh, become more profitable but create as well jobs and uh, contribute to communities it's interesting to see then as well how you as a consultant, as an advisor, can actually help a company to grow and generate revenue that really need to be sustainable. 
Yeah, and um, we are all connected. We are all dependent, we are all connected, and we can easily support each other and, and grow together. That's the beautiful thing. Yes, exactly. And so um, what's your views on how businesses in the SaaS field um, can double the revenues in 90 days? What do they have to do, especially if, if nobody knows them? So nobody knows you, but I guess you have something to offer and you are having some impact with some people. So we have ref to reframe that nobody to somebody does know you. But let's work only with the existing contacts. Let's say you have 300 people in your CRM and these are the people we work with. So we don't go for expensive ads. We just work with your current relationships and have 90 days time. That, that's what we do all the time, by the way, with our clients. So we start with three strategies and three habits. That's it. Mm -hmm. We use three strategies, three habits, three numbers. That's the whole strategy sprint method. In these three strategies, we have 274 tactics ready, plug and play, templates, blueprints, swipe copies that they can use. But a fool with a tool is still a fool. That's why we don't jump directly to tactics. Because many people call us and said, hey, somebody said you have these amazing online funnels. Can we have your online funnels? And um, we never start with a yes to that. We say, okay, if we build in these online funnels, what's the strategy that is going to be nurtured by that? What will move forward in your business? And if it's contributing to one of the three main strategies that I will unpack in a second, then we go to them and select from the 274 tactics. But you never start with tactics. That's, that's what a strategy advisor will teach you. You start with strategies. And now if you want to double your revenue in 90 days, there are three strategies. You have to improve your conversion rate by 25%. You have to improve your frequency of your closing the deal by 25%. And you have to raise your price by 25%. These are the three strategies. You put them together, you get plus 99% in revenue. Wow. And that's the goal of our three-month sprint. It's 12 weeks, and every week has a very specific goal of solving one bottleneck in these three strategies, one after the other. So it, again, it's raising frequency, raising price, and raising the conversion rate by 25% each. These are the three strategies. Hmm. That's that's good because actually it shows then eventually that you uh, increase the business, um, let's say market segment, up the price. Because my experience as well is always that um, as you increase the price, whatever, whether you're providing some kind of IT service or you have some food products or whatever, as you increase the price, you'll always lose a bottom segment of clients you've got because you become too expensive. But eventually you'll attract new clients who see, hey, this is an interesting product and The price seems reasonable and obviously it must be worth it because otherwise it wouldn't be worth that money. 
because I know from from many years ago when I was in in corporate and we uh, were purchasing an IT solution, it cost like fifteen thousand dollars or something like that. And my boss said, "Why is it so cheap?" <laughs> and when you, of course, just uh, started in your career and think. Fifteen thousand isn't cheap. Uh, sounds expensive. No, <laughs> forty thousand of hundred thousand. That's a different price tag. But in the end, of course, we spend more than hundred and fifty thousand as we bought and bought add-ons. Uh, but if it had cost, like say, a thousand dollars, we wouldn't have bought it at all <laughs> because it, was, it could. It can't solve the problem. Yeah, and it's that's the thing. Increase the price. It's, I find that really a good uh, way that. Because that's something I think that most entrepreneurs, SaaS businesses, are fearful of doing. Yeah, and it was a trick. It wasn't fifteen; it was one hundred fifty, and it was a trick to enter. Yeah, so um, that's that's a strategy. Exactly, but of course, uh, you have to, of course, uh, get the customer accustomed to the product and uh, convince them first to buy at the beginning. Because if it were free, they try it out and just forget it. Because there's no pain, you haven't you haven't lost any investment. You haven't got any. Of course, you lost maybe um, time, work time of your employee. But um, of course, if you spend like a hundred thousand or something and you haven't done anything with it, then your boss will be maybe quite annoyed at wasting budget because he could have spent it on something different. Absolutely. Mm. And so these three strategies, how do you implement them? Yesterday. I had one entrepreneur in Los Angeles asking me, Simon, I need to hire a virtual assistant. How do I hire a virtual assistant? And I said, okay, this is a tactic. Before we jump into the tactic, let's go back to the three strategies. Hmm. Hiring this virtual assistant, if everything goes well in three months, which one of these three strategies did she move forward? By how much? And so he went back. Will she increase the price? No, zero. Will she increase the conversion rate? Zero. Because she's not a closer. She's not in the sales. Mm. Will she increase the frequency? Yeah, maybe. If she does that part between awareness and sales call, and that in-between piece might be a LinkedIn conversation, that gets them from the initial conversation onto my calendar. Then I said, now we have something that might move forward one of the three strategies, the frequency, because now you can shorten the sales time. If she can shorten the sales time, then you you might hire her for specifically LinkedIn conversations and LinkedIn part of your sales. It's a bit, the bridge between marketing and sales, getting okay. them from a conversation into your calendar. Then, yes, and then we picked one of the 274 tactics that we had ready, and uh, it's the LinkedIn, the LinkedIn conversation checklist, 16 steps, how to move from a conversation to a lead in your CRM mm-hmm. to a, a call on your calendar. And so we pulled that tactic, and that uh, worked, and he's starting implementing it. In three days, we will measure 
if it's moving forward and we will improve one bottleneck after the other. But that's how you use these three strategies. Whatever you do, let's say your friends call you and say, hey, we are on Clubhouse. We have a moderator team. Do you want to be in our moderator team? We have 200 people who come to us. Now, that sounds interesting. And if you're a speaker, you might like it. But go back to the three strategies. Will this increase your frequency? No. Will this increase your price? No. Will this increase your conversion rate? Definitely not. So I would say to my friends, thank you for asking me, but I'm out. Exactly, because otherwise you're just uh, assigning your resources, your time, your effort, your energy to something that's actually not going to contribute anything. Yeah, and that's the thing. People have overestimated certain social media platforms which do not really contribute to business. If it is in the frequency mm. bucket or in the conversion rate bucket, mm. then every social media channel can contribute, but especially Clubhouse doesn't. If it's something that you can integrate into your flow, then yes. But Clubhouse is, is the, the worst in terms of integration because even, even if they continue via email, you have to get their email and manually put it somewhere. So it's not a system. And we are business uh, system creators and system thinkers. We want always to create something that is repeatable and impactful. And so if it's manual, it's not repeatable. Exactly. And especially if it's a B2B SaaS business, then of course, uh, at least for what I see it as um, that the SaaS company is focusing as well on, on a product that is for a business and not for a consumer, where he might be somewhere else, maybe better to be in conversation with people instead of on Clubhouse. Yeah, so most people, when they think of B2B, they think of LinkedIn, and that's, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Also, conferences-specific Uh, SaaS conferences or industry conferences that are around the industry and around the topics that your clients care about, this is where you need to be. And this is where they gather. And this is where your value creation should happen and parts of your value chain and your CRM should be in there. These are the three strategies. Increase price, increase frequency, increase conversion rate. Mm -hmm. We can go into the tactics, but that would take very long. People can go onto our website and many of the tactics, they are open source and they can download them. It's strategiesprints.com. Mm -hmm. The next important thing, because we live in a world where the outside is changing all the time. So there are you need something in place that even if a, a surprising event comes in, you still can adapt, you can course correct quickly. Because speed itself is not enough. You need velocity. And velocity mm -hmm. is speed plus direction. So how do you make sure that you have speed in learning and speed in implementation, but also the right direction? This is where the three habits come in. So when we were hit by the pandemic, we, we lost half a million of our business in one week mm. and we had to course correct. And uh, fortunately, we had these three habits in place so we could be resilient and adaptable. So let's go to the three habits. There is a daily habit, weekly habit, and a monthly habit. If you run a 
B2B SaaS business, you need these three habits. Habit, daily habit is how do I allocate my time? So write down what you are going to do tomorrow. Uh, in my case, it's six o'clock. I go running seven. It's breakfast with the kids. Eight mm. is deep work. 11 interviews, etc. So you write down the flow of your day. And in the evening, there is a box in our, in, in our template. There is a box that asks you two questions. So when you close down the day and prepare the next day, you ask yourself the first question of all the things that I did today, which one should tomorrow somebody else do better than me? That's, That's the one. delegation question. Mm -hmm. And so you go through them and see, okay, which one sucked energy out of me or which one was just low leverage? So for mm. example, writing LinkedIn posts, should this really be done by the owner of the SaaS business? Probably not. So write down writing LinkedIn posts. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow, you will start delegating that. The second question, if I would live more freely and more intentionally, what would I do? Hmm. This helps you think bigger. Oh, if I was free, completely free, I would write a book. Okay, let's start this project of writing a book. What's step one? Find the publisher. What's step one? Uh, start writing. <laughs> That's a daily habit. How do you allocate your time? Where do you have time suckers, energy suckers? And um, what to delegate next? What to systemize next? What to make space for? That's a daily habit. If you don't do this, your SaaS business will suck you in. The business will run you. Mm -hmm. Because there is always something going on. Yesterday, for three hours, our website was down. Oh. Stuff like that happens. Mm -hmm. And so every day there is stuff like that happening. But if you let that control how you allocate time, you are lost. You will burn out. Yeah, because you're just um, hunting uh, rabbits instead of elephants. Exactly. We think of systems instead. We say, okay, who's responsible for the website? What who does what when the website is down? And mm. we create that process. So during that three hours, the business owner doesn't need to go to the website and find out what's going on because there is the system. And who creates the systems? That's exactly the business owner and the exec team who need to create these systems. That why, that's why... We, alloc we do this time analysis and then we help them allocate who is responsible for marketing, who for operations, and who for sales. And the person responsible for operations will have the website domain and the responsibility for that. Mm. And there will be a process, what happens when this happens and, and what to do. Yeah, and then you actually delegate uh, the responsibility of this different systems to certain people so that you're not responsible to check if the website is still running. Exactly. That's the daily habit. Weekly hmm. habit, 
you get a report from these three people. And uh, so even if you're a solopreneur, you have to report these three things. And so it's better to have one person responsible for marketing, one for sales and one for operations, because you need the three numbers of each department every seven days. Otherwise, mm. you're flying blind. You don't even know what's happening. Yeah. And remember, you need velocity. So you need to know, are we going in the right direction at the right speed? Hmm. And you want to know this in real time. It's like Angry Birds. Your team does stuff and you want to know, oh, 500 points, 600 points. You don't want to wait for two weeks to know if, if something works. Hmm. And you cannot, you cannot afford anymore to learn slowly. You have to learn fast in this changing environment. Yeah, definitely. That's the key thing because people always think, ah, in Europe we can take our time, we've got social time and all these things, but it, it doesn't work because uh, the US, China and other countries, they're all running. They're all uh, on high speed. And if you're the last one to come to the market with a product, hmm, you have to focus on a very narrow niche if you want to survive. And that niche has to be very neglected. Yes, and if you're a SaaS business, you have competitors everywhere, in Norway, mm. in Pakistan, in, yeah. on the Philippines, in mm. Mexico. Everybody's building cool stuff. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, that's the second habit, weekly habit. Get these three reports about these three numbers. Mm -hmm. And the, re the numbers need to be picked in the right way. So it must be the right numbers that tell you 80% of what you want to know. And you want to know, are we going in the right direction at the right speed? So if it's SaaS, you need at least one number telling you the current churn rate. How many people are you losing from your subscription cohort this week? Hmm. Is it 0.2%? Is it 0.8%? Is it 2%? Is it 3%? That matters because... If you have 0.2% and in this week you have 0.5%, mm. that might seem like something very small, and it is a small difference, but you want the weak signals. You don't want to wait until the hard signals come one month later and you see, my goodness, we are now at 3% churn rate. You want to have the weak signal early because you want to learn from it. You want to go and check, okay, what's going on? Let's check. Is it a technical thing? Is it a UX thing? Is it a more fundamental thing that their needs have changed because their life is changing? So we have to go back and rework the offer or even rework the product itself. Exactly. Back when the pandemic, everybody suddenly has to work uh, from home. And if the system doesn't uh, respond properly, then they start looking for a solution that response properly exactly and you want to see this early because if you catch it early you can react and if you catch it too late you can't react anymore it's over yeah that's why the weekly habit is so important and if you have this weekly habit now you are built more like lego than like duplo you are in small parts because latest every seven days you will know what's going on you will know where you are winning and what's broken. Hmm. And this is what you need to know. 
where are we winning and what is broken right now these are the two things that you need to know every seven days and then the monthly habit this is where strategy comes in now every month you check how is our vision is it still exciting for everybody of us is it clear is it exciting and how is our mindset how much confidence do we have in in percentage that we are the right people to solve this problem with the right product at the right price are we at 100 percent or is anybody here below 100 percent and and we literally go through everybody in the team and say Tell me your percentage. And if just one person says, I'm at 60%, then we have to stop whatever we are doing and we go deeper and say, okay, tell me why. Why do you think um, we are not solving the right problem with the right solution and we are not the best to solve it? Because then we need to improve that first before we do anything else. Because there will be a transfer of confidence if you are 80 percent confident that you have the best solution and and you want to tell me that you will get across maybe 60 percent maybe 50 percent that's a lost deal you will not close me hmm. that's why you need to be at least at 100 percent if you want to get me to 80% confidence that your solution is the right solution for me. Absolutely. And that's uh, what really makes a difference. If, because if people are not confident, they'll start as well looking for a job or some other kind of opportunity. They might not say it loud, but some people, of course, might uh, show signs. They get annoyed or uh, people getting arguments and anything. Yeah, but, imagine Michael Jordan... He trains, he trains, he trains, he's confident, but then he goes onto the playing field, it's game time, it's on, the lights are on, and now he's just 70% in peak state. Yeah. He won't win. He needs 100% right now, in this moment. 10 minutes later, he can be at 10%. 10 minutes before, he can be at 10%. But during the game, he needs to be at 100%. Exactly. And sometimes things happen that uh, eat up that confidence. For instance, let's say you are at an event and you spend a lot of money to be there to present your product. And then you're in that big room for maybe 500 people and only 20 people sitting in the room. Then, of course, your confidence is going to go down the drain because you think, Ugh. <laughs> if I'm lucky, uh, I'll have a conversation with one person and you just need two or three to leave the room and you already messed up. <laughs> <laughs> internally but what if the there's uh, two or three people sitting in those 20 people who say hey this is awesome we want to have it and we want to have a hundred license at once boom <laughs> absolutely yeah and, the, and there might be a recording and that yeah. recording might go to two thousand people afterwards so yeah. in that situation you detach yourself from your expectations because You are there to serve the audience. If there are two or 20 or 2,000, doesn't make a difference. How can you serve them? And you, you focus completely on them, on these 20. And it's even better because you can see every reaction while you talk and, and you can steer both the speed and the words 
and, and what you say and how you say it to exactly these 20. So your closing rate is actually much higher than if you speak to 5,000 because when you speak to 5,000, you don't, you don't really see them. It's dark. You have, you have lights in your face and you don't even see their body reaction. But you have 20 people. It's probably a normal workshop room with no, no special lights and you see every single body reaction. That's a much better situation for selling. Exactly. And, and you can um, as well t take questions and you can answer them proper detail instead of having like uh, 5,000 people just getting bored because one guy asked some kind of s s question they think is stupid. Exactly. Um, yeah, but they actually I, don't I know. Off, on this, uh, yeah. I would turn off the slides. I would say, oh, it's just, it's just us, guys. Okay, let's relax. I would go down to them, down from mm -hmm. the stage, pick a chair and then sit together. 21 people, we sit together with chairs and we have a real conversation trying to be helpful. And I'd say, okay, what are the problems? How can we solve them? Exactly. And that makes uh, quite a difference um, as well to the situation. Exactly. And it takes your mind away from the, oh, huge room, a few people in there, to, hey, I've got here 20 people who are listening to me and we're having a proper conversation. It's like a VIP 20 people mastermind. <laughs> yes. How can I serve? That's always the preparation to a keynote. How can I serve these people? How can I be of service? And if there are two or 20 or 2,000, doesn't make a difference. Hmm. Yes. And so um, coming back, um, so you told us about these three habits, uh, the daily habits, the weekly and the monthly habits. And when they are doing all these things and following these, uh, this prescription, um, what's the next step for them to do? You don't need anything else. Mm -hmm. The rest is just tactics. Okay. You can collect a ton of tactics. You can use our collection of tactics. We have 274 ready for you. Mm -hmm. Or you can just put together a toolbox and collect your tactics and uh, do some courses and collect your, your tactics over time. But you really just need one good process and the rest will emerge from there. Trust the process. If you have a weekly habit of finding what is a time sucker and an energy sucker and delegating that, outsourcing that, systemizing that. If you have a weekly habit of getting exactly the three numbers of marketing, the three numbers of sales and the three numbers of operations that matter so that you know immediately where you're winning and where you are uh, not winning because something is broken. And if you have a monthly habit of making sure that everybody is going on the right direction at the right pace, you don't need anything else. The rest is really stuff that you can Google or stuff that you can hire people for. Exactly. Hmm. Great. So um, it was great having you here on the episode, Simon. How can people get in contact with you if they want to find out more or, or have a conversation? Yeah, we hang out at strategysprints.com. Many of the tools and tactics are open source. You can go grab them and, and, and do them. If you want to talk to a sprint coach, they can do one-to-one -one implementation of installing this system with you. It's pretty quick. It's 90 days, and they can install the system in your team. Then talk to them. It's strategysprints.com, and then you click whatever you click. It, it will move you forward towards talking to an expert,
then then you can do that also. And if you have any questions, yeah, just pass by strategiesprints.com. Awesome. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Growth Zone with Christian Barge. Thank you for listening. Please leave a review or rating here on iTunes or on podchaser.com. If you found the content helpful, then share it on social media. I would like to invite you to follow our show so that you don't miss the upcoming interviews with leaders in the market. Simply visit the website follow.prmediareach.com. I will be adding the link also to the description of this episode so that you just need to click on that link. For those of you who are listening and signing up to follow the show, I have reserved a free copy of the ultimate guide on content marketing. This is the strategy that got me top corporate clients like McDonald's, Linde, Hewlett-Packard, Deutsche Bank, Volvo and many others. That strategy has been working for over 10 years. It also got me contacts with police, transport authorities, military and several universities and even leading research institutes. For sure, it also worked wonders as it got me many small, medium-sized entrepreneurs and enterprises as clients. And that even included international clients from all around the world. The link to sign up for our free broadcasting service and the guide is follow.prmediareach.com. That will give you access to the most recent version of my ultimate guide on content marketing. You can follow me as well on Twitter by using the Twitter handle CAPBarge. That's spelled Charlie Alpha, Papa, Bravo, Alpha, Romeo, Tango, Sierra, Charlie, Hotel. Yes, that is CAPBarge. Charlie, Alpha, Papa, Bravo, Alpha, 
Romeo, Tango, Sierra, Charlie, Hotel.